Looking for some amazing TV to stream? Indulge yourself with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the gang on How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons are now streaming on Hulu. Then you can move to Modern Family, Schitt's Creek, and My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. Now we're talking. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. a lot of y'all in this bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the Reed in Washington, D.C. Live. Hey, boo. This is our fourth or fifth time being here. We come here damn as much as we do New York, right? It's second but home. This, this is why. They are, there is five million people are in here. <laughs> Can we just, hold Ooh, on. Goddamn. So, Thank you all for coming. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> right? <laughs> and you brought enthusiasm with you. Yes, you did. Y'all came ready and hyped. So thank you for being here. My manager called. Uh, I was on the phone with my manager earlier in the week, and she was talking to me. I had no idea this is our biggest show to date. Yes. Our biggest ever live show. So I said, when you say the biggest show, what are you, what are we, what are we? Like, how many, what are you, nine, are you people. She said, oh, I was just going to have 1,500. Bitch, did you, <laughs> people, humans? <laughs> Human being bodies in the seats, girl. Are you sure? And here y'all are. So thank you for being here. We appreciate it so much. We're running up on our fourth anniversary. And DC has always shown us so much love. So thank you for being here. Thankfully, they got this uh, St. Peter up the ladder through the roof, heavenly gates ass light. <laughs> I can't see I can't shit. really see how many of you there are, but I heard it back there sounding like <laughs> Jennifer Hudson's sound check. <laughs> so I appreciate you. Yay, yay, so let's yay, not waste yay. time. <laughs> Those are cute shoes. Are these yours, right? Whose shades are these? Oh, shoes. Oh, thank you, bitch. I like yours. Oh, MJ Thriller Macklin with Jackson on these bitches with these glittery ass shoes. Whose shades is these? <laughs> Dust for you, bitches. You can't take this bitch nowhere. So I didn't choose the black excellence because I pay my taxes. I do, you know, I work hard. And I feel like, what are you going to do about it? But um, I will say, I don't care how you feel. Melissa Elliott. 
<laughs> Amen. My God. What a legend. This bitch had heifers in this video dancing on them fucking exercise balls. Yeah, them fucking yoga balls. Them shits is not easy to bounce on neither. You can't even lay on, like, bitches be in the gym like, I don't even know how to. <laughs> how do you work it? Is this how you do it? So I just love her. I think that Missy is a force for any of you bitches who were saying, why is Missy trying to do trap? Why is she trying to sound like Migos? Why is she trying to, Missy has done this. You ain't got to get riled up, friend. Ain't nobody about to try you. Missy has inspired and created the flows. This fool. Ahead of her time. You bitches just got here. Make it plain. So, tonight, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm going, listen, this is what you're getting and it's gonna be the one time you have a segment dedicated to you. Okay, give us a moment to just shade the fuck out of who we gonna do. As, as soon as we ready to hear from you, we're going to let you know. I love you. Dear God, please make me a bird. Did, did you get a VIP ticket? You didn't buy a VIP? I'm talking to her. You didn't buy a VIP ticket? You took shit in the front so no, of the I'm making the point that you didn't even buy a VIP, so you made sure to have this seat. <laughs> Enthusiasm. Yes. Thank you for being here. Let's start off the bullshit with, again, I'm still trying to like slide in like a, it doesn't work, but I'm trying to do it in like levels of who cares to, oh, I guess I kind of am interested. Um, so apparently people won't let uh, Christopher Wallace just be dead. Now, I understand. <laughs> One of my favorite rappers, Ready to Die, was actually the first rap CD that I ever listened to. Um, I had to have been, what, five, six? I don't know. I wasn't supposed to be listening to it, and that's why know. I did. Um, I enjoy him, but for whatever reason, you know, they keep putting music out from him. So Faith Evans is... Um, Faith Evans is releasing... Don't do faith like this. Well, I love faith. <laughs> really? Kind of. I remember. Whatever. Um, that first Lady album was good. I don't care what niggas say. So she's releasing an album on May 19th. It's an album of duets with her and Biggie. The title is The King and I... I think that's a cute name. You would. <laughs> it is. Mm, it's clever. I mean, I don't want to listen to it, but it's like, like, oh, I see what you did there. Is this just her singing a hook she wrote over Biggie songs that already exist? Or is this actual duets that they worked on and she's just now releasing? So it, what it seems here... <laughs> 
a mess. Newly recorded vocals. Oh no. Mm-mm. Combined, no, Mm-mm. with the rapper's new vocals, so it sounds like they're gonna do the same old trick that they've done with him and Aaliyah right. countless times, where they dig into these old clearance bins of shit that they never put out, <laughs> probably because they did not like it or did not want to, right. and they're releasing it because they did and can't argue with you. Um. But I feel like if anybody is going to do this, I'm going to give Faith her room to do it. Why not? Mm-mm. Well, I will at least give her the chance. You know, when Drake said he was doing that album with old dead Aaliyah vocals, you niggas was like, mm, What is your, con- why? You like, never even met her, my nigga. We're not going to let that happen. <laughs> you did not know her at all, nigga. You was just a fan like everybody else. <laughs> So, no. But Faith and Biggie, you know, he actually cheated on his woman with her. So, we're going to give this, we're going to pay attention to this. I'm the only one who knew that. I grew up in Oklahoma and I knew that. (laughs) I just, all right. (laughs) I'm saying, niggas is going to listen and come out on Apple Music, Spotify. You niggas is going to be like, well, download. You know, the beautiful thing about these streaming services is that I can judge without actually giving you a yes, coin. exactly. Sort, like, technic, whatever. <laughs> but, yeah, I can go and breeze through whatever this is and yep. hear Faith go, ah, ah, and... You can add the two or three songs that you actually like for the same $10 a month you paying now. <laughs> you ain't got to pay for nothing. It's just never gonna. I, every time I hear a new vocal from a person that has been dead for a long time, it just makes me no. uncomfortable. <laughs> like, oh God, when Coachella brought Tupac back with that, <laughs> wasn't that creepy as fuck? What is it called when you have like a mirage of a nigga? A hologram. A hologram. <laughs> they had that hologram of Tupac. <laughs> It was too sci-fi for you. It was too weird. It was too much. The nigga said, what's up, Coachella? Right. I'm like, who put that together? Ah." Everybody was like. (laughs) Nigga, what's up where? What? (laughs) Nigga, I'm going home. Speaking. It was too much. Of Coachella. (laughs) How many of y'all bought tickets for Coachella thinking you was going to see Beyonce go out? Y'all knew. (laughs) Y'all knew. (laughs) I was, I said on the show, if Beyonce decides to do Coachella, I'm going. I've never been. I've wanted to go. This would be the perfect time. One and done. I never have to go again. And I never ended up buying my ticket just because my mind is all over the place. So when she came forward a few days ago (laughs) and let us know that she has two individual Power Rangers. That's what they are. Two two whole Beyonce moon, Sailor Mm -hmm. Moon. Just growing inside her. VR troopers. Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. 
If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're and Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. I was like... Everybody, <laughs> it was funny because the reaction was kind of like, yeah, wait. <laughs> Niggas was real happy and real disappointed at the same time. <laughs> so, Coachella, Coachella's in when, like April or something? Sure, sure it is. All I know is Coachella's a festival with general admission. And so that means I wasn't going to go. Because I'm too damn old for that. I did the pit at formation, and that's all I could do, bitch. I'm not standing outside all day in one spot in front of one stage for you. I cannot do it. In front of bands I don't give a shit about, music I don't like, drunk-ass white people, high-ass everybody, porta potties everywhere, niggas just farting and doing shrooms and shit. I can't do that. I'm too old. I'm... (laughs) I mean, bitch, I'm gonna be right at home with my ginger ale and my title. (laughs) Press and play. Afropunk is a music festival. It's just black, and we know how to have fun. Right, Afropunk was different because we had a we had a station at Afropunk where we could go sit in like our own. Was that the first time that you went? Yeah, that was my first. Oh well, that explains. No, because Afropunk is musty too. I'm like, bitch, we've been Afropunk a bunch. It's like, no, I have. (laughs) No, I do not do that. You decided to go because they were like, you will have shade refreshments. We will have a seat for you. And I said, well, then get me a wristband because I will be there. 
But even the VIP at Coachella don't include air conditioning. I said, bitch, you want me to spend $1,000 on one weekend worth of shows and ain't even no air conditioning? No. I was just going to go on the Beyonce day for obvious reasons, but... Mm-mm. You know, now that she's busy, you know, growing um, these superheroes, that whole shit is up in the air. And the great thing is that she's reportedly still going to get a $1 million check regardless of whether she's there or not. Wow. Because, duh, she's Beyonce. So she gets a million for just agreeing to let her name be on the flyer. <laughs> Bitch, it must be nice. I cannot fucking fathom. But if she get up there in a long black frock, the stage on her gonna Adele be the dress. Shit. She gonna be sitting in the middle of the fucking stage, right? And the dress is just gonna be like the whole shit, <laughs> yeah. and just like this, yes. holding her stomach. <laughs> With her wig up in a bun, like, you niggas know what this is. Singing acoustic versions of Lemonade. The The blue is in the back strumming like... And she don't move but to get a drink of water. That's it. She not finna give y'all no choreo, sorry. Blue Blue gonna stop her like, mama, wait, hold on, hold on, wait, wait one minute. Give me, give me one second. Is there something wrong? You got a problem? <laughs> Is somebody mad? Bitch, ain't nobody tell you you was getting choreography today, bitch. They said, Beyonce, who is that? <laughs> Fix your face or get to the back. Nobody said Beyonce doing your favorite moves from 2006, bitch. You paid a ticket to see Beyonce and that's who she is. So shut your black ass down and appreciate it. <laughs> for a movie to the back. And as you were saying, it's all because he what? Lied. Let's go. Start from the top. Thank you, mama. Please proceed. Have me get out of fact. Blue be having to get today. you hoes together. All the time. Um, okay, so there's a story about Lil Mo getting fired, but most of y'all probably didn't even Lil know Mo Lil Mo has had a job. A job. Exactly. <laughs> a job where? A real job? It don't matter. She ain't got it no more, so... I just want to know where she worked. Was it a radio station? It was! <laughs> Ain't she from around here somewhere? It's a station I hate here. Y'all niggas. <laughs> she could have came over here, sold a shirt or something. We could have given her something. That's mean. That's not nice. Was she an on air personality? What did... Yeah. So what happened? She was late too many times for the morning show. (laughs) Before we judge. Okay. Portia Williams. (laughs) Anyway, you know, she was on there um, recently defending her good uh, friend, uh, Chrisette. Oh, God. (laughs) Michelin tires. And um, is that why she got fired? That's the rumor was that she got fired for that, but then the station came forward and was like, we don't give a fuck about that. She's just a mess, and we don't want her working <laughs> anymore. In so many words, they said there was some kind of email that leaked, and they didn't really say what it was about. But and she was, was doing the most unprofessional. And I believe that. Saying shady shit. So mm. they chopped that ass. 
And she hopped on Instagram the next day with her whole, you know, like, glory. And um, I just want you to know that what God has for you is for you. I'm free. (laughs) I've never felt so light in my life. I didn't know how much I needed this. Like, girl, that's what everybody say when they newly unemployed, girl. I don't want to be contained by these shackles of employment. And when the Lord closes a door, he opens a window, hoes. That's what everybody say when they get fired. (laughs) The Lord didn't do this. You closed your own door. (laughs) They probably figured the Trump thing was just the icing on the cake. Like, nah, bitch, you got to go. Mm. Oh, well. She just gave them an opportunity for nobody to really feel bad for for her because everybody was like, first of all, who is Lamar again? Oh, that girl who was just fighting or arguing over um, Epiphany? Mm. I don't care. Yeah, because you know when the kids don't know who you are, it's over. And the kids do not know who Lil Mo is at all. So, I mean, Super we had a good run, old niggas. We remember the song she did with Fabulous. Lonely and, yeah. Loving me from Superwoman. Yeah. That was the shit with her blue weave and all that. Was that your song? You know, Lil Mo is Missy Elliott approved. So I'll give her that. She got to do a little ooh on some Missy albums. So mm, well. she'll always have that. And mm. that song she did with Fabulous and Angie Martinez. <laughs> she did a few songs. She did a few songs with Fabulous. Oh, Papoose. Papoose did not do no damn song Even with Lil more Mo elite. and Angie Martinez. <laughs> That was Papoose. That was a little Mo song? I thought that was Angie Martinez. If I could go Montego. Yeah. She like, bitch, I know the words and who's on it, bitch. (laughs) It's literally just her and Angie, so I don't know why I put Fabulous in it, but whatever. Moving on. That was so much time. Hope you get another job, girl. Okay, so this one isn't really much of a story. It's like, it's more of a question. Why are people still going to Lauryn Hill concerts? What are you doing? What don't you like about yourself? Like, find find some, some pride. Like, love on you. You know, and they paying money to go. Like they, these are not free tickets. White people and niggas are paying money. That's what I'm saying. Yes, like, to if go someone see gave Lauren me Hill. a free Lauren Hill ticket, I would say no thanks. Yeah. Oh, I'm going three hours late at a minimum. How are y'all even still surprised that she's not on time? Because the lift ain't gonna be free. <laughs> The snacks ain't gonna be free. Like, I'm still gonna spend money just in transit. So, the alcohol. To go do that, to stand up and come home, like, I don't. (laughs) Why? So, she had a show in Pittsburgh. (laughs) And then that's the. That's your friend? Shout out to y'all. Steelers? Steelers? Is it Steelers? Oh, okay, the Steelers. I knew something about sports. 
Who's playing the in the Super Bowl? The, the Falcons. Falcons and who? The Patriots. The, Patri- the Patriots are New England's team. Who's the coach for the New England Patriots? Bitch, I did what I had to do. <laughs> Shit, I know the basics. Oh, goddamn, coach. That's what I thought. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, she had this show. The show was, or she was supposed to start at eight. Mama took the stage at eleven twenty. And y'all know this. Ten forty-five is when I would have showed up. Lord, he'll be lying to y'all. She don't want y'all to hear y'all faves. She do not. Eleven. She don't. Twenty. I know them white people was in there like, now look. Could I have imagine? a meeting at 7.30. Could you imagine if you, like, don't have the internet or you got, like, dial-up or something so you don't really know that she's a mess and you came early? Like, can you oh, imagine? No, not early. Can you imagine if you, like, pulled up before the doors opened? Oh, no. Security or somebody will be looking at, <laughs> looking at you like, do you know this is a Lauryn Hill concert? You know this bitch is not coming out till midnight, right? Like, it's only 6.30, girl. You're gonna... I hope you brought dinner, maybe Comfortable some cards, <laughs> right. a couple condoms, because you're going to need some activities. You need to be two dots, three Super Mario run. You better find an <laughs> app or something to, to take up some time, because she's Tragic. not going to be here anytime soon. Well, how do you know? Because she's Lauren. Where have you been? Right. So Didn't she put out some explanation? Yeah. On Insta- was it Instagram? Sh- she apologized. Get this. She didn't go with chakras this time because we clowned the fuck out of her for the chakras. It ain't chakras. So she's like, damn, okay, I can't use my Naruto shit, so I'm just gonna go with something else. So she said (laughs) the reason that she was late is because of the snow that uh, was happening in New York. So they were stuck in LaGuardia. Yes, in New York. So you were stuck at LaGuardia Airport in New York. It wasn't even that much snow. snow. It really wasn't. Well, you had a show in Pittsburgh. Why didn't they get in the car? Why didn't they get in a Sprinter? Why didn't they get in a minivan? Enterprise is still open. What is you talking about? (laughs) And in the three hours it took you to come on stage, them niggas could have gotten a car and rolled their asses on down to Pittsburgh. What is you talking about? I don't even, you know what? My beef ain't even with Lauren. You know, I don't care if it's snow, hail, sleet, chakras, Shondo, third eyes, whatever. I don't give a fuck about any of that. I just want to, like, if you have the audacity at this point to try and argue with this woman about her not coming to her show on time... Mm. It, you have to be doing it because you wanted to. Like, right. you had to have been at lunch at work that day and was like, let's just get some tickets to this Lauryn Hill concert <laughs> and let's just go drag the fuck out of her. I don't have nothing to do tonight. Like, yes. because what the fuck else are you here for? Not only do we know that she shows up late, but everybody has talked about for years how she come over there and turn X Factor into like, like house or something. <laughs> right. She speeds up the songs or she slows them down. She fucks up the lyrics. It's like, at this point, you have to know you donating to pay Lauren's back taxes and not necessarily to see Lauren Hill. You have to know that because the bitch is not coming on stage. 
Oh, well, girl. Sorry. Um, okay. So here's some good news because the rest of this, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, there's good news? Uh, tremendous news, but not a surprise. Um, let's just say that, I mean, it had already started, but it has officially begun. Blue Ivy Carter will be having her own line of fragrances, hair care products. What? And the like. Are you serious? Beyonce and Parkwood uh, filed for the trademark. They trademarked her name. But that was when she was born. For everything from, for no, this is like the specifics now. Oh, okay. For fragrance, everything from fragrances to hair care to entertainment services, including, quote, in the nature of live musical performances, <laughs> production of motion picture films. God, is so good. And fan clubs. <laughs> <laughs> and fan clubs. She's coming. Four years old and she's coming. Blue was probably too like, when is the paperwork being, what is taking so long? Tired of being broke, Beyonce. <laughs> when do I go to work? I've got all the chemists, everybody's down in the lab. I've already <laughs> sampled lots of fragrances. I'm ready to go. I know notes, bitch. I know so no sub notes. I know wines. I got all kind of shit in my back pocket. Let me in the booth, Beyonce. She ready. Especially before these twins come, Blue Ivy wants to be established. So that when these kids get here, they know who the fuck she is. That's right. So she ain't got to talk to Beyonce's kids crazy. That's, right. That's absolutely right. Yes. But at the same time, they will be protected and governed underneath all of the things that take place over at Blue Ivy Enterprises. And there will always be a place for them if they decide that they want to exit the industry at any point. They will always have place over at Blue Ivy Enterprises, whether it's directing things behind the scenes, <laughs> you know, connecting her with diplomats and things of that nature. Right. But all you need to know is that if you have a child of your own that is in my life that I care about because I'm not having any for me, but I'm buying them blue everything. I, hair, creams, butters, cocoa, All of it. yoga Because Blue pants, Ivy's braids is popping. Them shits is long. Anime, barrettes, whatever <laughs> she sells. Body suits. Carbonated beverages. Nail polish. All of it. Just because the audacity, like, I can't take it. She's yes. a force. She is. So, oh, God. Is it the gig? <laughs> well, let's just start with that. Damn it. It was probably your friend and her chickens. It was, too. And see, that's what you get now, bitch. That's, that's okay, because we'll get there. For we'll being... get there. We will get there. And I don't know her. So Akila and the gag... Um... 
they're uh, filing a lawsuit now against uh, Trigger Trey. Are you serious, girl? Let it go. For using her image and likeness in this music video where they say something about palming her, palm her pussy like Kiki, whatever the line was. It was a, a mess. She says it is not simply about this one incident, but it is to let people know, especially oh young women. Oh, girl. That you cannot. It's okay, friend. It's okay. You can't just do whatever you want to people. Take your time. No means no. You won't win. <laughs> That's really going to be funny for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. I don't think, like, it, God willing, I make it to, like, my 80s and stuff. I'm still going to do yeah, that. Yeah, you're going to quote that line. Because it was one of the worst pieces it of was. cinema I have ever witnessed. You're going to be the only one who even still remembers that movie at that point. Still <sighs> pointing it out for the younger generation. <laughs> oh, Kiki. The so thing I is, nobody cares. I still haven't even seen the video. All this controversy behind it still has not motivated me to go watch it. I don't care. Odds are you would play that video and like your AC or something, your air would just pl blow a piece of your fro in the way. You'll miss her. Like you blink, <laughs> you sneeze, look at your phone for even a second. She is in it literally for a blink. Mm. Now, like I said before, I think it is fair to say, if I didn't want to be in this video, you shouldn't have put me in the video. However, all of the things surrounding this just leave room for many questions, like why you felt the need to hide in this closet. I still don't get that, unless she was real high or real drunk, and then I definitely get that. <laughs> but if not, I would have just lifted my ass right on home, girl. I just, as soon as the cameras, as soon as them niggas started setting up the lights and shit, I would have been like, well, let me go on for these niggas start surging, because you know how they do on the weekends. <laughs> but why are you still here? And Trey Song said you heard them call action. So... <laughs> she reminds me of Taylor Swift with all this kind of like fake feminism and fake girl power when it serves you and then never speaking about it otherwise. Speaking of Taylor Swift, did you read that white woman's essay on why Taylor Swift is the fucking devil? <laughs> yeah. It was everything, wasn't it? I thought about this nigga the whole time I read it because I was like, I've known Kid Fury for what, seven years, something yes. like that? And you have been saying this probably for six and a half. Yeah. But this white woman laid down in a plain-ass timetable all the times Taylor Swift has been wrong and manipulated the media into believing her bullshit, and now everybody is over it. It was riveting. And, um... <laughs> Did it feel good to be affirmed in that way, my nigga? It was a great piece of literature, <laughs> and I felt like... You know, I felt like at first I didn't even need to read it because I felt like I wrote it, but... You know, it was special to see one of Taylor's yeah. white sisters <laughs> tell the truth, you yes. know? Because nothing is better than when white women turn on each other. Literally nothing. <laughs> it's the whole reason, me and Asante was talking about this earlier, it's the whole reason to watch Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. It's the best. White women going at each other, it's glorious. It's, it's just, 
It's miraculous. It's like watching a guinea pig walk on its front two legs. It's like, does this happen outside of cartoons? Is this real life? A guinea pig. I had a guinea pig when I was a kid. I've always thought that guinea pigs were very funny looking and they make me uncomfortable. And it's like, but you're not a pig. Right. You're not a pig. You're kind of like a real furry mouse type of thing. Guinea pigs are bougie rats. Yeah. My daddy felt the same way. That's why he stuck it outside and put a piece of carpet on top of his cage and let it die. (laughs) Right. See, it was funny until you found out it died. Y'all ain't shit. My guinea pig was hot. It was Louisiana. He sweated to death. Yeah, it is sad. Oh, it's right. I miss that nigga George. Guinea pigs, guinea pigs are the new new of the rat community. It hurt. It hurt a lot as a child, but my daddy was tired of that squealing. So let's talk about this book. Um, <laughs> Let us not. I just want to read the caption that she left on Instagram because this was on the shade room. <sighs> I'm not doing First this. of all, the picture is so funny. Um, it says, I've been dreaming of writing a book since I was 13. I starting journaling my spell on how I was to manifest my dreams, telling my story and expressing my faith through that. I'm going to rewind that back. Follow me. I started journaling my spell on how I was to manifest my dreams, telling my story and expressing my faith through that. Your faith? What? Yet I still know how my love for God and knowledge has freed me from my human chains. Yet I still find myself chained. In so many ways, yet again, by my own habits. What the fuck? What are you talking about? (laughs) It's really it. What the fuck is you saying? I only bring this up to say that after reading this and seeing this picture, which I wish I could show y'all on a big screen, I am going to leave her alone because it's something wrong. And... (laughs) It's at the place where I just feel like Mm. I'm going to just give you your room over there to do you. I don't want to contribute to whatever it is taking place in your mind. I have my own journey over here with mental health that I take very seriously. I hope you take yours very seriously. They are not any way similar, but (laughs) I, I see I see and I smell what you're stepping in and I'm going to leave you alone because I don't want to be a part of any reasons that you might go dark or anything like that. Mm. But what I will say on the way out is that the gag is... She tried to take it and Kip Fury just won't let her. (laughs) So you think it's something deeper than just being... Like you think she has some real issues going on? I'm not gonna obviously I can't diagnose her, but I there is something wrong with her. Like mm-hmm. I like don't not feel, just whack, but something like really wrong. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what it is that's going on with her, but it's like she has this 
this burning need and desire to always be discussed no matter what. And then one second, it's like, let me go ahead and dip dab in the mess and say little, you know, messy catchphrases and things. And next day, it's like, I'm going to recite something Nina Simone once said. (laughs) It's like... You want to be a champion yeah. for equal rights and all of this stuff on one thing, but then over here you don't want to give people their just due and you want to take, you want to appropriate a culture and act like it's okay and that's the gag. Okay, girl, do what you need to do. I'm just saying I'm going to leave her alone. I will oh, no yeah. longer be talking about Kiki Palmer. She's dead to me. Okay. I remember, at first I was like appropriating culture, but then I remember when she was like, oh, because me and the kids and I rap the kids. Because I'm a kid and you guys are all the kids Everybody too. is the kids. And all them 60-year-old white people were like, what? we're not. No, who is she pointing at? We're not the kid. That's I don't even us. know who you are. I'm not a kid. <laughs> That's all right. We'll let her go then. Go ahead. I mean, she kind of reminds me of Chrisette Michelle with that shit. With the... A little bit, you know, with the like, oh, this is for a deeper purpose. No, I this don't like This is about her. a bigger meaning. No, because Chrisette Michelle did that same thing. Went on The Breakfast Club talking about, oh, you know, this is about making a statement and being real and being black and voicing our voices and all this yeah, shit. But the nerve of Chrisette was so much worse. Like, Kiki does it and it's just like, oh, girl, shut up. But... For Kiki Chris- does it on Ellen and Wendy. Chrisette does it at the inauguration. Right. right? Talking about, you bitches didn't see my Basquiat. <laughs> you didn't We nothing. never planned on watching it, Chrisette. I sure didn't see your Basquiat, bitch, because why would I look at that? She was on a breakfast call talking about, you didn't watch it because you didn't watch Did you watch it? You didn't see- no, we weren't going to. And I didn't have to, to know that what you did was a lie. But anyway, we can leave My family alone. disowns me. I would have too. My family, if, my, if I would have done that shit. No. Mm-mm. I would have called home and the fucking shit would have just said, girl. Like a, the machine would have said. <laughs> they told me to tell you, don't call here ever again. Don't dial this number again. Don't try anybody's cell. They don't know you. <laughs> so That's really it. Oh, well. All right. Have fun. Is that it? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. He just gave me the iPad, so I guess that means I get to do the last story this week, which no, is. No, that's not the last story. I just want you to have your fun. Oh. Well, I'm not having. This isn't fun for Let me. Let me do it here. <laughs> Azealia Banks and Rihanna. Grown. So, uh, you know, Rihanna was on one of her social media accounts. I don't know if it was Twitter or what. And, you know, she was talking about how pissed and disgusted she was uh, with the ban that was taking place. First of all, shout out to whatever federal judge recently just said for at least. Yeah, I think in Seattle. Like, bitch, this is unconstitutional. You may not do this. Did you see Donald Trump tweeted about it? Yeah. He was like, how can this one judge do something so crazy, blah, blah, blah? Are you throwing a temper tantrum? Yes. 
But the judges people retweeted and was like, this is a George W. Bush appointee who was confirmed 99 to 0, so don't try us. Your bitch ass is in violation of federal law. Period. This is not no partisan bullshit. You just don't know what the fuck you doing. Shut your mouth and read that damn magazine, girl. So... So Rihanna was talking about that, and here comes Azealia Banks' ass talking about, is she even from here? Can she vote? Feminism, Trump, but this, I got the hat. Look at me, I voted for Trump, and this is the reason why I feel that way, and I read this book. Like, all of this whatever shit. So Rihanna in typical Rihanna fashion. I love her. And this is... Let's just revisit the fact that this is what made me like Rihanna as In a person. In the first place. Like, I yes. enjoyed songs of hers and a couple of little albums, but it wasn't until she got a Twitter account that I was like, I think I love this bitch. <laughs> I mean, we can count... Sierra, Tiana Taylor, Karuchi, Chris... you speak of. That was iconic. <laughs> she told that bitch, what stage? You not? What stage, Do you bitch? remember when she and Tiana Taylor got into it and she made her Twitter header, that picture the of net her worth. net worth yes. next to Tiana Taylor's net worth? It was one of them little bullshit and websites. it was up there for like a while. <laughs> it was like, Rihanna, 80 million. Tiana Taylor, 85,000. It was like... Now, at that time, a nigga that shit now, a nigga was looking at that like, Rihanna, I see what you're doing here, but if either one of y'all could let me borrow $20. <laughs> shit. That's real. So, yeah, so here she comes. Rihanna posts uh, a picture from one of her photo shoots, I think, for Anti or something, and it said, oh, fuck, I can't remember the caption. It was so funny, and I didn't pull it out. When y'all remember it? That look you give when you when you're an immigrant. <laughs> Hashed, I remember the hashtags. <laughs> I hope so. It was like hashtag uh, save the nuggets. <laughs> hashtag how many hens had to die. Like <laughs> just all of this chicken shade. Right. From the whole debacle of. Azealia Banks sacrificing Chicken right. Little and because if you did not already know that Azealia Banks was on was it Instagram a few it was weeks her Instagram story couple weeks before that right talking about how she sacrificed chicken in the closet and she got like eighty chicken carcasses piled up in the closet to worship to her God now, or something I saw it and I didn't know what it was at first I know she was like I this is where I do my whatever spells and I have to clean it and it was just like it looked kind of like like the new Resident Evil game or the movie. Like, it just looked like American Horror Story in it. But I wasn't really sure what was going on. And then I saw, like, little feathers. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, you know. <laughs> you are really a Harlem bitch through now, and through. <laughs> just from the fucking core, bitch. Who leaves fucking chicken bones? Anyway, I left that whole story alone for your benefit because that's your nigga. No, ain't nobody benefit me. First of all, I, the only reason I didn't even mention that is because, first of all, I thought it was stupid. Secondly, I wasn't surprised because, A, it's Azealia Banks, and B, I knew that she does that whole thing that's none of my business because I know God. But, 
And I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I understand that that's a real practice and it's a real, you know, African religion, but many people are saying that's, that's not how you do that. But... <laughs> We don't Either just leave them there in the closet to fester. That's not how that works. We turn them niggas into stock when we done. Either way, I was like, I wouldn't know how it works because I'm not interested. I do know that I probably sacrificed more chickens on winter break <laughs> just being back at home, you know, for the good of my tummy. But that's none of my business. So I let her have that. I try not to comment on it. The Rihanna shit was just funny. It was funny. It was a great comeback. And it was like, you could actually learn from this. Because Rihanna's response to that was essentially like, I don't need to argue with you. That's like, true. you keep going back and forth saying, well, Rihanna could never argue with me because Rihanna doesn't read books. And Rihanna, da, da, da. it's not that I can't argue with you. It's that I just don't need to. I don't have to. And that's the gag. <laughs> Reclaim it, friend. I don't have to talk to you. I'm super rich. So this is all I'm going to say, and then I'm going to give you yours. Uh, I don't even have that much to say. I just think it's funny in general. because You don't have anything to say? I mean, I kind of feel about Azealia Banks the same way, same way you feel about Kiki Palmer. Like, every time there's a headline, it's kind of fun to laugh, and you're like, why won't this bitch log off? But deep down, I feel like there's something that requires medical or professional attention Absolutely. inside of Azealia Banks. Absolutely. And so I want to keep it, you know, halfway cute for that sole reason. That is, is the it? reason. That's it. That's it. Why I don't talk like everybody's like, oh, and that's just your best friend. You mean talk about? I have not spoken to that girl. I don't even know how long, and I don't care. It's just the fact that like y'all can't tell. It's something really wrong. Like the bitch hoards chickens in her hall closet, y'all. Like chicken skeletons. That doesn't doesn't mean that everybody should react to her the way that I choose to. I don't care about that, but. The way I feel about this is do not come back online anywhere and talk about how you're so sad because, you know, the media paints you one way and you always have to reintroduce yourself and, you know, complain, complain, complain. You do this. Right. Rihanna did not say anything to you. You chose to comment and talk about she's not even from here. Can she even vote? And, da, 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 and all this other stuff. Now, when she comes back for you and then it's like, I'm going to argue with her. Ha, ha, ha. I'm so funny. I love being the bad guy. And then next week when nobody's talking about you again and you in your apartment by yourself, it's like, oh, well, I'm so sad. Don't do that. Choose to either be quiet right. and make your music and stay out of trouble, which I would prefer, or do what you're doing now and say, well, yeah, I'm just that crazy villainous bitch and I'm going to stay on your hoes next and I don't give a fuck if you never buy my album, girl. Like, right. that, that is my only issue. I don't care about the rest of this shit at all. I don't care about none of your weird, you know, hypocritical Trump random bullshit. I don't care about that. I don't care about them dead nuggets. I don't care about 
any of the argue. I don't care about any of that shit at all. That shit is just weird. It's just weird. It's unnecessary. And the only thing about it that annoys me is going back afterwards and making it seem like everybody else is doing something to you. No, they are not. You are the one who is choosing to continuously insert yourself in mess. Sometimes she do be minding her business and she gets dragged just because she's strange. But... Most and of the time, she jumps right into the mess. Right. And then wonders why people are dragging her. Bitch, you inserted yourself into the conversation, Taylor. Wasn't nobody talking about you. And then you made it about you. And so now we have to talk about you. And that was a dumbass statement anyway. Like, bitch, it's a ban on immigrants. It's a ban on immigrants, you stupid bitch. Do you really expect an immigrant to not say nothing about a ban on immigrants? It's not even about whether she's a citizen or whether she can vote, bitch. It's about immigrants. If I could slap the shit out your friend or this girl you used to know, (laughs) then I would, because she just or like forced her to get some fucking counseling, one or the other. I just want to be removed from the narrative. Because I'm sure if you went to her house and you smelled that old chicken bone in the air, you would be like, bitch, you ain't got no Febreze. Did you say old chicken bone? Let me tell you something. If a bitch got chicken carcasses stacked up in her hall closet, you can smell it. I know that. I know that. My country ass grandma and them, they used to go outside and kill the chicken. To be 100. I did. There were no bones in the closet. It was just dried blood and feathers. Oh, just blood. But I didn't. That's what I'm saying. I didn't realize that it was blood. Way more because sanitary. it was like three years. So here's the other thing. Like, are you supposed to leave the blood? It doesn't matter because I don't want to do it. But she's not getting her deposit back. And that's the other thing. Like. What do they do? Like, what are these spells for? Because I'm dark sided. Work. <laughs> anyway. What's wrong with just making your music? And Azalea Banks was like independently wealthy on her own. I'll never understand these artists who are doing just fine in their own lane and then want to fuck it up by getting in everybody else's business. For what? It has nothing to do with talent. And like I've said, a lot of people who are talented talented or believe or know they're talented, it's just like something in their... It's something. I don't know what it is about creatives, but... Yeah. With hmm. you, girl... That's too bad. Turn it down. Just, a little nobody's bit. Nobody's saying you can't even have an opinion. And even if I feel like your opinion is some bullshit, you're entitled to that. However, don't just be coming in here and saying messy shit about everybody all of the time and then say, oh, why? <laughs> why is everybody so mean? Right. I left all the Trump shit alone. I let all that go. But Rihanna brought up the chicken who thing. Who even cares? If you're like a black person, especially a black woman out here, like go Trump. Like I don't even I, you. It's you look so foolish right. that it's almost like argue with you. Why? You know, and you can feel that way. Are you registered? Did you vote? Because <laughs> I would love to see if Azalea Banks actually voted in this election. I feel like she didn't, and she's just pulling a Kanye. Hmm. So, anyway, that will be well. That was sad. Hopefully, the last time that I talk about that one, because you know, my amen. God, girl, be quiet, please. Amen. 
Um, so last but not least, also rap girls tripping. Uh, Nikki, come forward. Come stand up in the front. Nicki Minaj got on the internet yesterday, day before, I don't remember. And uh, she got into it with Giuseppe Zanotti, the designer. Yes. Now, apparently, Giuseppe has some shoes <laughs> named Nikki that were for sale online and in some stores. And Nicholas felt that because <laughs> she wanted her motherfucking money. She felt like uh, because they have the name Nikki that she should be getting a check for that. <laughs> she decided to let Instagram know that by saying the following with a picture of the shoes. Dear at Giuseppe, run me my check. <laughs> Hashtag run me my check. Your PR must have fell and bumped their head when they told my agency they weren't discussing anything with us. I'm giving you 24 hours. Hashtag Giuseppe, what's good? Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> then she moved over to Twitter and said, this is wonderful. Giuseppe seems to think it's okay to name his sneakers after me, but his PR says they won't take our call. I met him years ago, at which time he told me I inspired him to design a sneaker in my honor, wore them on the cover of Cosmo. Recently, when he gave other artists capsule collections, my agency reached out and was told they're not taking our call. This isn't a sneaker. He spoke to me on the first sneaker, but 23 pairs later, and you still don't want to break bread. Yikes. Ray, Ray, Ray. Hashtag run me my check. Hashtag whatever the fuck else. I got time today. Hmm. The barbs trend this, because he gonna learn the oh, racism... Lord. The racism and disrespect won't be tolerated. I don't care about the money. It's just the disrespect. Give some money to charity in my name or something. Mm. She even said that she would be willing to fight. She said, tell Floyd, Fifth, and Mike Tyson <laughs> to Bitch. book me for the next fight. Floyd Mayweather CD. would knock your fucking block off. And Dr why do people call that child Draco? Draco. Like, I know Draco was a gun, but why do they call him that? Because he's talking about having one? What the fuck is a Draco? I'm old. He about to be an episode of Is it of like Oz a dragon? Oh, no, it's not. The only Draco <laughs> I know is a gun and that nigga from Harry Potter. So <laughs> I don't know why they call him that. That provides a lot of context to a lot of songs that I've heard lately. I mean, Draco Malfoy got on everybody's nerves, too. So maybe that's why. Anyway, so. Hmm. Racism, though? I have so many feelings <laughs> about this. Um, first of all. Nikki, um, I don't know if you know how, like, like business and, you know, legal and all that stuff works. <laughs> Small You things. have several businesses, so I'd imagine that you do. Um, but I don't believe you have a dog in this fight. You don't have a case here, girl. Now, 
Giuseppe does have shoes named Nikki. Giuseppe also has shoes named Tiana, Daniel, Chris, Carter. Like, I'm sure Giuseppe's met Beyonce and Jay-Z and told them they inspired him to make eight dresses or whatever the fuck. Is Parkwood about to call him and say, hey, girl, give us our money? No, they're not going to do that. You're not the only person named Nikki. The shoes aren't named Nicki Minaj. They're not called the Pink Right. Point. They're not called Pink Friday. Like, they aren't. <laughs> there are men's Giuseppe shoes named Nikki. Wow. They look nothing like, nothing about them even looks like they're inspired by you. What? What are you talking about? So you feel like because you met him years ago and he's now selling some shoes named Nikki that he should be doing business with? Like you should have a collection with this nigga mm-hmm. or he should be selling you a check? What? Why? Oh, well, because other celebrities have collections with him and he's not taking my call. So it's racism. The only other celebrities that have collections with Giuseppe right now online are Zayn and Jennifer Lopez. Hmm. So, I, I still don't see it. I don't, I don't believe this is racism. I think he just doesn't give a fuck about you. Like, mm. that's I think probably, this is more like, my shoe is just called, it's just called Nikki. It's just called Nikki girl. Like, what are you going to do about it besides be mad? Nothing. Yeah. And you know you ain't gonna do shit because you know if she called her attorneys at all, they were like, girl, stop, get off my phone. <laughs> Take a shot, bust a nut, have a nap. Right. Dude, we're not wasting anybody's time over this. And that's exactly why she got on the internet with her barbs and mm-hmm. tried to harass this nigga. Because, you know, she can't sue him. Like, what the fuck? You go to court, that nigga could be like, girl, my sister-in-law name is Nikki, and she got, like, right. real great taste. So can I go? <laughs> like, It's just such a generic name. Like, it's nothing specific to her at all. It's not like it's pink pussy lips or something on the shoes. It's nothing to tie it back to Nicki Minaj. And Nicki loves doing this dumb shit when she feels like somebody has done her wrong. That's like, my, she loves to claim racism. That's my number one issue. <laughs> like, that's the main thing for me. So, you expect for me to give a fuck hmm. that you didn't give whatever amount of money from Giuseppe over these shoes... I'm not going to do it. Because it's somehow racist in your mind. Because it affects you, right? That's the only reason. Yeah, We can rewind just a few weeks ago to when you didn't give a fuck about putting that mentally ill woman on your Instagram page and having people laugh about it. We could rewind prior to that when Orlando got shot up and people were waiting for you. Your gay fans were waiting for you to acknowledge it and you instead decided to retweet people who told them to go fuck themselves and favorite those. We could rewind even further back then, but this show is only so long. So if you expect for me to give a fuck about you not getting a check over some shoes because you're calling it racism when it's not. You got another thing coming. And your little fans who think that, oh, well, it's fucked up that she's not getting her check because they said Giuseppe is trying to use Nikki's demographic for money. Sweetie, nobody's trying to use Nikki's demographic for money except Meek Mill. Nobody else. Giuseppe Zanotti. That Italian nigga? I don't think so, my nigga. <laughs> Nicki Minaj's demographic ain't buy no damn Giuseppe shoe, and that's no shame. It's not even called the Nicki Minaj. What is you talking about? They're in homeroom. Like, of course they like... 
That's not even Shay. Like, mo- her target demographic, like her main bulk group of fans are young people right. that either have no job, have a job that definitely ain't about to get you no Giuseppe shoe, or they're in early college <laughs> and they don't it. have the time for that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Mm-mm. what are you talking about? They don't need your damn demographic, sweetheart, girl. Giuseppe right. is a high-end shoe that's sold around the world to many people who probably don't even listen to American pop music. That nigga don't need her money, Jennifer Lopez money or Zane's money. He probably just thinks Jennifer Lopez ponytail is cute. <laughs> and Zane's shoes are ugly. So, I, I mean, mean, I just don't know what to tell you. There's real racism going on in the world. White people's president is really out here acting a fucking fool. He is. I mean, because we, we did not vote for that nigga. We did not do it. It was like 98% of black people was like, nah, bitch. I know the name Clinton, bitch. I'm coloring in that bubble. It's real racism going on. Nikki is another fucking immigrant. It would make just as much sense as it did for Rihanna for her to stand up and say something. So the fact that she actively avoids anything real going on that has actual real-life consequences for real people, including her fans, and instead wants to claim racism or sexism or whatever else when Taylor Swift or she feels like Giuseppe Sinati does her wrong. I still got my life off that, but yeah, I agree. I'm not finna do that. Like, I'm not finna go up for Nikki on that cause. I'm not gonna do it because you don't go up for us when we're going through real shit. Your rich ass is gonna be just fine no matter what Donald Trump does. The rest of us are about to suffer. So if you can't speak up for us, I can't speak up for you. Girl, don't nobody give a fuck. (laughs) At least when the Taylor Swift thing happened, people were like, you're being selfish, but you right. You right. Right. Even we said it. We were like, this ain't the video for that. It's It's not that great of a video, but fuck Taylor Swift. But you're right. You have a point. We'll give it to you. And but especially- even then, it was like, I wouldn't die for this video. This ain't it. You and know? Taylor Swift had the nerve to come forward with, you know, her white girl game. So I then felt compelled to defend Well, you know uh, how you are about sister, Taylor. I guess. Whatever. So, but this is hardly racist. And it is so goofy. And then she want to talk about, well, donate it to St. Jude's Children's Hospital instead. Because I'm sure that's the only children's hospital that Nicki Minaj has ever heard of. <laughs> Whatever She's like, you What's donate, I'll match. St. Jude's, that's it. <laughs> Put it on the Instagram real quick. Put out your album. Can't wait to hear it. I don't need to hear any more social justice warrior games from you, sis. Please, no thanks, because you only fight for you and who Beyonce tell us to fight for. Now, that last part I understand. I be waiting on but Beyonce that, to tell me, who are we going at, girl? Because I just need her direction first. Did you see when she posted that picture of Blue Ivy talking about that she's so smart? You're so smart and, and bright. No, she's I did not. a little ladybug. And I believe that, though. You're going to be such a great big sister. Love you so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> me, is she really? Me and Kia were laughing. <laughs> Kia was... He was like, I know Beyonce texts her like, if you don't take my child. Oh, Nikki posted that. I was like, Beyonce? I did not no, see that. No, Nikki uh, posted that. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That, that video of them on the yacht, <laughs> Blue with Miss Tina. And she was like, are you, are you sure you can swim? Yes. <laughs> Before she dived off the her side like, like Mima, I don't want you to die. <laughs> Her husband was like, she can swim. She, she can swim. swim. Are you? But can you? <laughs> you need some floaties? Because I'm not coming in. <laughs> I don't oh, 
started. I just got started, Mima. Nikki probably met Blue five times, so she feel like they best friends. You know, they like this shit right here. <laughs> That's how I would be. Don't let me blue, me Blue Ivy. Oh, you know, me and my nigga Blue was chopping it up. <laughs> She'd be like, Blue, what's good, my nigga? Blue be like, who? My mama oh my didn't God. even start talking to you till you took that clown shit off. <laughs> Do me a favor. Walk backwards out the room and try it again. <laughs> hey, all right. Okay, here, you did girl. it right that time. I'm here. I just want to go back to loving her. That's all. Anyway, that's uh, Shade. I'm coming up with a new name. New year, new me. Who's this for that section? It's coming. Just wait on it. It'll probably be absurd, and it'll probably blow out your eardrums because that's fun for me. Sure. So that's it. Before we move on, is there anything that we didn't cover in the world of pop culture and famulous that you didn't hear about yet? Neck bones. Rosemary's baby. <laughs> I don't know that nigga. Not neck bones. <laughs> uh, Kelly Rowland's pregnant? Congratulations. Are you serious? Oh, shit. Oh, no, that's heart disease. How you know? She put it on Instagram? Oh, she hasn't announced it. Wait, wait. You had me really looking. Wait. What? Girl, next. What else? Like, no. Huh? Scandal. I had. Are you caught up on scandal? Ooh. Who, bitch? <laughs> All caught up. Yes. Um, amen. So good. Woo. Now, when you said. When you said this should be real life, I immediately knew what was going to happen. <laughs> like, you should have been like, spoiler alert. But, <laughs> no. like, I saw it coming. Um, yes. Man, listen. First of all, I'm so glad to once again see Carrie Washington stomping with that hair bouncing like mm -hmm. this. Her perm stay fresh. <laughs> that bitch do not go more than five weeks without a touch-up. Let me tell you something. Bounce back. <laughs> Should be swinging. If Kerry Washington has on a trench coat and that goddamn fresh pressed goddamn rap is it's just over. <laughs> Backhead bouncing. I'm like, we're back. We're back. She not taking Cyrus's shit. And when she does that Kanye West smile that immediately turns into a frown. Y'all know what I'm talking about? Like when she be pissed off at somebody and she be like, what are you talking about? Oh, when she told the director of the FBI that she could fuck Fitz. Yes. <laughs> she was like, yeah, girl. Whenever you, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> Straight like that. I love it. So, uh, can we just go full? Can I just say what I want about it? Yeah. Sure Most of y'all said yes. <laughs> so, all right, fine. All I will say is that 
Welcome back, Shonda. Yes. God damn. And how to get away with murder has been everything. The murder. The acting on that show is insane. And it I is. had just caught up too. So let me tell you, this isn't a spoiler, but there was <laughs> that woman in the prison <laughs> who said, <laughs> who said, you was wearing this badass <laughs> red leather jacket. Yes! I said, that is acting, my God, because I didn't even have to, I don't even have to know the jacket. I, I pictured the jacket just by how she said that. She don't even know what jacket she's talking about. That's acting. Authentic black. It must have been hard for Shonda to ride around all these pregnancies and shit. Carrie Washington decided to be happy and have a life. But I'm excited for this next season because these first two episodes of Scandal already have me all the way back in, bitch. It's good, bitch. I can't wait. Bitch, they found the video. Huck was trying to tell her, bitch, I had to rewrite a whole different code. Bitch, I had to build new software to get into this you hard drive. Oh, y'all have seen it? This is... Oh... I'm sorry, five of y'all have not seen Scandal. You live in D.C. Why the fuck you ain't seen? This is your show. But why they hating on Melly and Columbus Tall? Well. <laughs> let me tell you something about Melly and her black man. I knew from the way he was looking at her with them big ass, weepy ass eyes that he was from in love. From the last season. Okay. In love with that bitch anyway. I was just waiting on it to happen. So the fact that Melly let herself get played by Olivia and knew it was happening and still ran up in there like she was really mad at this man. Like you know what happened here. You know who orchestrated this. And she did it in full Melly fashion. Every Melly woman is so fun. It is because she always like talks through her teeth at one point. She uh, like, oh, so, so this is just what you do, huh? And that's what you tell everybody you when you fuck them. Because mm-hmm. oh, oh. you know you, you're just a climber looking for a way to get into the White House. You fucked a D.C. mayor and now me? Mm-hmm. Well, congratulations on your job. You earned it. I earned this. I deserve it. <laughs> I yes. love them. Praise that God whole for cast. Shonda Rhimes. Anything else? If I could have a lunch with anybody and like a group of people, it would be everybody on TGIT. Shonda, Viola, Carrie. Jesse. Jesse. Yeah. <laughs> he has a wife. He is married to a woman. I didn't say anything inappropriate. We could have a great deep conversation. I'll feel inspired afterwards. Overwhelmed. Aroused. And you can but look I'm not going to be rude. <laughs> I'm not going to be disrespectful. You ain't low, my nigga. <laughs> so, you know Did we miss anything else? One more. Who? I haven't seen Black Ink Crew. Oh, Black, Black Ink Crew? Oh, so behind. One of the best shows ever to grace television. Too, which is an excellent show. So good. And you know what's really great about it? I'm so happy about that. I'm so happy you can tell they're doing well because they have like lip balm now. Hey y'all, there's a famous Abraham Lincoln quote that says, good things come to those who wait. But that's only part of it. The full quote is, good things come to those who wait, but only the things left by those who hustle. 
Is that true? Who knows? But if you're a business owner and you want the best people on your team, the same concept applies. Thankfully, ZipRecruiter puts the hustle in your hiring so you find qualified candidates fast. And now you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's smart technology finds top talent for your roles right away. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's matching technology starts showing you qualified people for it. There's a lot of really great people out there looking for employment. So let ZipRecruiter give you the hiring hustle you need. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash the read to try it for free. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash T-H-E-R-E-A-D. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. So go hire somebody. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Here feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us listen now to black stories black truths from npr wherever you get podcasts so it is now time for our q and a portion of the show this, this is, is normally we're gonna invite our friends to sh- to Q&A. shut up on the mic i was like why are they playing music i can see everybody are you done so Asante and Dustin are going to come out from the friend zone okay, and Dustin's, help us. Dustin's in formation. You yeah, Dustin is ready. Get your asses up. You had a lot to what was your... It's one right here. Oh, hi. That's right. Dustin got on a fly-ass hey. onesie. Where you get that from, my hey. nigga? That's warm as shit. I see you. I know Tell why you're man. wearing it. <laughs> Hey, I'm Caress. I'm from Southern California. Been here for like six years. Love DC. Cool. Um, just background and make this short. Grew up one of three black people in a graduating class of 1,200 people. Okay? Pause. Just the background. Pause for me. Yes. I'm so sorry. I forgot to preface this by saying there are a lot of you in here. Yes. This um, tends to go quite long. Lots of you get excited. I love you for it. What we're going to be doing at the shows here on out is that just imagine that you're up at like, you just won like a Grammy or like a BT award because they rooter. So you only have a certain amount of time. Okay. Back to it. Gotcha. Since I've been here, I've been called yellow, red bone, all sorts of fun shit, right? And I've noticed sometimes you guys make jokes about light-skinned people having feelings and shit. And I'm wondering, what am I missing that's so funny? You know when you make jokes about Chris Brown, like his light-skinned feelings and shit? <laughs> what is that about? Can you tell me more? Because white people don't give a fuck how light I am. They just know I'm black. So I'm just, can you tell me more, please? That's all. It's just a little jokey joke. 
I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to answer. Yeah, I've got my, I'm ready. Oh. All right, I've got my, I've, I'm ready to answer. Um, what was your name again? Caress. Caress. Um, well, sweetheart. I love you. I love you. History and biology has just proven that. Black folks of a lighter shade tend to have, you know, like an angle and like yes. a script. Now you may not, you know, there's there, you are an anomaly, perhaps, you know. Um, but you know, truthfully, it's just that light-skinned individuals, especially men, just have like a whole different way of interacting with people, flirting with people, arguing with people, yes. dealing with conf you know, confrontation or conflict. And I think that has a lot to do with the way that light-skinned people have been perceived within our community and being lifted up at one point and then not at one point. So it's like a complicated thing. Just know that when we do it, we're fucking playing to an extent. <laughs> Same like we playing with white people to an extent. For, for, for the most part, we're serious. <laughs> and the, the thing is, the closer you are to whiteness, for some reason, the closer you be to getting in your feelings. And so, light-skinned niggas, Chris Brown is a great example. He'd just be right there on the precipice of his feelings. He just is always ready to dive right into them hoes. Not to confuse y'all with, with biracial people who have their own struggles, but you know, just saying, the lighter you are for some reason, you just tend to be more in your feelings about different things, and it's fine. We love you anyway. We accept you just as black as the rest of us, and it's perfectly fine. You don't have to be in your personal light-skinned feelings for us to be talking about light-skinned feelings. I have... I love all of us of every shade. If you could talk to some of my old mattresses, they would tell you, girl. <laughs> well, shit, are we bringing up the roster? Because this nigga got nothing but okay, light skin. Okay, now wait a minute. Now, y'all didn't have to do that. Now. Everybody knows how you like them. This is not new. Let Thank somebody, you. Nah, Thank nah, you. That's a nah. Let somebody 6'5", the color of barely toasted toast, walk in here. <laughs> Let that nigga have a little wave, a dimple, I've broad actually shoulders, been, jeans I've, that fit. It's I've over. been saved. That's right. Okay. Everybody needs love of any kind. And I don't discriminate. Whatever. But you know what? What I can say, lights can niggas always approach me first. Like, they all, every nigga who I've ever dated or whatever that's been light-skinned, it's always because he comes to talk to me. Because I will never do it. I'm just not that type of person who will be like, I don't even know how to pretend to flirt with somebody right now. Like, I can't even... Mm, I feel like mm. you do. I feel like, yeah. Just do a little titty shimmy. Yeah, you got it. That's all you gotta do. That's all I do. I'm so awkward and, like, I have resting... <laughs> I have, like hibernating bitch face. Permanent bitch so, face. You know, but... Niggas be coming up to you like, you. what's up? And you be like, can I fucking help you? <laughs> Do you know, like, I've had so many people recently tell me, like, people that I really fuck with and really, like, adore, tell me, I thought that you hated me. And I'm like, 
what? It's like, well, yeah, because you're like, you never really talk and you're like, you know, you just seem like you never really you like, don't smile when other people like, come you around. Like, you, you just don't seem agitated them. all the time. I'm like, well, I'm just like a dark bitch, but like, <laughs> like I would never speak to you. <laughs> I didn't I'm just like a it. sad bitch. So. Asante, who you got? Where as the long as Asante? white people ain't fucking with you. <laughs> Oh, there you are. Hello. Oh, my name is in the whole world. Damn. <laughs> What's the zip code back there? <laughs> Brooklyn. Hi. Hi. Um, my, name's, oh. <laughs> my name is Alexis. Hey, I Alexis. Am, uh, I go to Howard University. You should come there. Yes. <laughs> yes. You should come there. Is that the homecoming? No, we went to Spelman. No, no, yeah, no. that's the black school over here. But, um... My question is, I'm on my, like, weight loss journey, and I know that you all have both gone through your own, and I'm just trying to figure out how to stick with it, because, you know... What journey? Huh? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, Alexis. Um, so... (laughs) Fair, fair enough, fair enough. I see how that happens. No, I see how that happens. It's fine. How to stick with it. Yeah, because DC's real social. There's restaurants here all the time, and there's good Ooh, food. y'all do got some good yeah. fucking eateries all in this dancery. Why not? Sure. <laughs> French toast all day. I'm down. Yeah, DC so got restaurants that, like, when the function is over, you got to do like this to figure out where you're going. Well. <laughs> um... You've been sticking to yours much longer than I am. I'm catching up. Well, I would say don't focus on weight loss as a goal. Focus on how you feel. Focus on your blood work. Focus on how many push-ups you can do. Focus on, like, new fitness goals. Like, oh, I want to be able to back squat 200 pounds. Or I want to be able to do 10 pull-ups in a row. You know, those are the kind of goals I have. (laughs) I'm not thinking about weight because weight is just a number. I want to be worried about how I feel or how healthy I am, that sort of thing. So I would say shift your perspective and it may get a little bit easier. But also, you know, we're living in very trying and stressful times. Donald Trump is president. Y'all right here in D.C., this is ground zero if some shit go down. So, you know, right. And you live with that every day. The whole DMV area, you niggas going to be the first to go. So enjoy yourself is what I'm saying. Go to the gym, but eat your fucking chicken and waffles. Bitch, have your mimosas. Why would you say that? You ain't got but so many days. I have been walking around in the streets just randomly railing, suck my balls, Trump, hoping that he's around to hear it somewhere, but probably not. As soon as we got into D.C., I was like, ugh, it's not the same since Obama left. I haven't been here since the inauguration. Like, it feels gross here now. Like, ugh. Just a bad juju. I just see people walking around, and it's like in their head I can hear, how do I say goodbye? No, we're not going to do that in here, because we'll be here. We will sing the whole song. You know how black people do. We're not getting started. Shut up, Crystal. It's too late. I blame myself. Dustin, don't. Although we gave. Oh, God. We're going to be here forever. Forever's gone away. 
it's so hard to say goodbye to Obama and him. Thank you, black people. I needed that. Thank you. What she said. My hey. name is Raven. How y'all doing? Hey, hey. Um, I'm in the Beehive. I know you're all in the Beehive. This is my bee buddy, Gael. <laughs> so just buddy. a question. Um, I, wanted you, I wanted to hear your perspective. Could you rank Beyonce albums, your fave to your not-so-fave albums? Even though all of her albums are great, but I just want to know. I am okay. Sasha Fierce. Better be last. What I just, she say? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who she was talking to. I just want to hear you. <laughs> She's just excited. Could you just rank it? <laughs> Y'all be making excuses for your friends like you do for your kids. I am so sorry, girl. We ain't let her in the house in three weeks. She is just excited. She been watching Doc McStuffins all day. This bitch is turned up. I'm so sorry. That dead ass sounded like you like when a mom takes like their toddler or teenage daughter or somebody to go and meet like a celebrity or someone. It's like, why didn't she say nothing? Oh, she's just, she's excited. Don't even like, worry about her. She's just on one. Did I ever tell you about the time I met Usher in the airport in Atlanta? When no. My did you look down at him and say, what's up? It's a great story for a later time. Beyonce albums from like after self-titled and before self-titled. So keeping that in mind, I would rank them as mm, if we're talking about complete experiences, because remember, self-titled and lemonade have visual components that the previous albums did not. Even though <laughs> Thank you, sis. You have to keep in mind that Lemonade is more of a movie, whereas the album is just the soundtrack to the visual experience. So as far as Beyonce's visual albums are concerned, I will rank Lemonade over self-titled. But as far as her four regular studio albums, hmm. So we're allowed to separate them? Yeah, you're, well, I'm, that's what I'm doing because okay. that's how I feel. You can rank them however you want to. I'm trying to... God, I don't know. Uh, mm. Yeah. Four, I feel like four was Beyonce really taking control of herself and saying, this is the music I want to make. I'm a grown woman. I got this husband who fucks up sometimes. I got Yours this baby I love. same as mine. Yeah. Yours so, is going to be the same as mine. You think so? I think four is my favorite from those. Then... Mm. Then B-Day, then Dangerously in Love, then I Am Sasha Fierce. And it's no shade to I Am Sasha Fierce because I got my life to A and B. But just in the grand scheme of Beyonce albums, that's where I put it. So yours actually isn't the same as mine. <laughs> I would have just said B-Day for Dangerously in Love. Because I just like, that album is still like crazy. Like... Every song is good. Like, it had so many different vibes, and she was just hollering. I just love and... Four. Four has a love on top and end of time. I appreciate she did Four. She Rebel. 
I appreciate Four for its artistry and the direction that she went in. Because I feel like Four catapulted her into the self-titled album and the Lemonade album, that type of stuff. But I just... I think that I, if God took me to 95 years of age, I will be at Shady Pines in my wheelchair, like, <laughs> trying to Let's show the kids how to work an iPhone. Let's go. Y'all know about this hymn. That's Beyonce. I will be in my wheelchair like the, like like the Ring the Alarm video. <laughs> Giving Sugar Mama at 85. Says, that now whole that's the song. Nigga, like, that's the, the motherfucking thing. song. Sugar Mama, Mama, I'm your. Sugar Mama, guess the be. All right, who you got? All the unreleased tracks, the Japanese deluxe edition from B Day. That was an error. That's true. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> Hi, my Hi. name is Taylor. I uh, am a I was triggered. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. <laughs> I'm Taylor. I'm from Detroit, Michigan, but I'm a... Hey, I'm hey, what up, though? Mama. I don't even know where he is. That's Dustin's neighbor. All right. And I'm a senior here at DW. Okay. Oh, that's the name so, of the school. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> so, ever since the orange tan cheeto was elected to the... Walt House, about four blocks down the street. Um, I've seen that my interaction with my white men in romantic settings has actually increased. Um, I've seen. Yikes! <laughs> you work with a bunch of fences and trying to get down. Yeah, giggity. <laughs> On the flip side, I have been openly called the N-word on the streets of D.C., which has never happened in my entire life. Damn. No. So, my question for you is, is it worth it to open myself up to the white men who are making I'm it sorry, I cannot hear you. Yeah, please. Thanks. Is it worth it to open myself up to the white men who are approaching me in an attempt... <laughs> Attempt to reach across the aisle, have honest conversations. Of oh no! Don't reach across nothing. Fuck that. <laughs> but if the white man comes to you and he's not on some bullshit, then why not? Like if he's actually, this may be difficult to find, but maybe not so much in D.C. But a white po- oh, so he brought his white friend. <laughs> Shout out to the token white friend in the audience. If you find a white man who is genuinely not racist, not homophobic, not sexist, basically the same shit we're looking for out of black men. <laughs> if you find one who is really like not with the dumb shit and who is going to treat you with equal respect as a human being and it's not gonna be on no, I'm just doing this cause you my Olivia on the side type shit, then I don't really see nothing wrong with it. You might as well open yourself up. <laughs> whatever it is <laughs> that you want to receive, girl. Because I can't tell you that a black man is going to come along and be worth a damn. I mean, I know too many black women waiting on one right now. But I would not say settle for, you know, racist shit or him saying, like, little make America great again shit under his breath or nothing like that. Like, hold the white man to a higher standard. And if he meets it, then go on and allow him inside. <laughs> <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.
I agree or whatever, I guess. But <laughs> what I will say is that I just feel like you have to take, you have to accept that there's like inevitably going to be handholding that has to take place because I don't care how woke white people think that they are. When they get into relationships with a, a person of color, they almost always have some moment where their partner looks at them like, I will rip out your whole top row. Like, are you stupid? And they don't, but the thing is they don't mean to. Like, you have to know the difference. If you ain't black, like, girl, there's always going to be something that you're going to say or do that is going to, my eyebrow is going to be up here. You know what I'm saying? So that's just something you have to take into account, I guess. And that's probably why, no shade, I usually stick to melanin. But I don't, (laughs) I'm not, like, against it, you know? And I think that if, like she said, if you are out here meeting any type of guy who could possibly be worth your time and who sees you like this, then why not? But once you go black, <laughs> it's just nothing like black. Well, I mean, I've also never dated a white person, man? so I'm just talking out the crack of my ass. But it seems like it maybe would not be that bad. Maybe. Mm. Love me some Good black luck. Man. And that's not racist. We up, we upstairs. Oh shit! You sound sounded like, like black oh, guys. <laughs> okay. Are we upstairs? <laughs> Hey, oh, wow, there really is an echo in here. Yep. Uh, hey, I'm Elise, graduated from Howard University in May. Oh, shit. This is starting to feel like College Hill. It is. <laughs> Did you say Harvard or Howard? Howard. Howard. Okay, all right. It, I'm still proud. I see the shade. <laughs> I'm also from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh, so shit. shout out to you. <laughs> whoop, whoop. All right, 918. What high school did you go to? Hall in the Hall. Oh, bitch. <laughs> How you going to do her school. like that? That's the private school, it's a private school for the rich kids. You was probably the only black kid in your class. Wait, there were you? Was... You should have went to Booker T, get with the winning team. We wanted team. to, they didn't want us. Oh, well. They were like, you live too far away. Mm, that's yeah. real. We don't let everybody in. from South Tulsa. I'm with my sister. I understand. Hey, girl. That's fine, because that means y'all grew up rich. Y'all was just fine. So what's up? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Um, my question for you is... She's like, yes, uh, we did. <laughs> not what I meant, not what I meant, y'all, chill. Um, <laughs> my question for you is, I now work on Capitol Hill, and I'm on the receiving end of literally all the bullshit that's going on. So what are your tips for best self-care? I can't put myself in your shoes. You know, like, I don't... I'm sorry. Like, I can't... It's, I don't know how I to I feel like if you survived Holland Hall, you could survive Capitol that Hill. That's true. That, is, that true. is It had to be a very similar environment. Rich, I white mean, people everywhere, entitled. I'm, I'm fortunate. I work in a very black office. You That's know? nice. So, after the election, we all got together and we like had a meeting and self healing, self healing, self mutilating. It's hard. It's really so. Hard. I mean, you don't have like somebody who can give you some edibles. Can you get high all day and still do your job? That's my number one question. Because if the answer is yes, I mean, what do you think I've been doing so far? Oh well. <laughs> Girl, if you got weed and alcohol in your life, there's nothing I can tell you. If you need anything stronger than that, you got to go see a physician. You got to go see a therapist or a medical doctor. Because right. I can, that's you don't all sound I like have. It's that much better than that. All I have is weed. 
Good luck. And Sound guess like you what? Have a great job. <laughs> it's all I need to, to get by. Look at that Like sweet morning dew, I took one look at you, and it was plain to see you're my destiny. That's it. Black All right. people. I'm going to take one more down here. Dustin, you can take the last one up here. Gentlemen, sir, stand up. Please do not embarrass me. Two chains. <laughs> Who was that? How you doing? My name is Matt. I actually went to the uh, Real HU Hampton University. Squad. Squad. I knew that was going to happen. Squad. Charles Hampton versus Howard. Okay, we we're don't transitioning have that kind of time. into a stomp the yard. <laughs> we do not have it. <laughs> but my but now that you've agitated like fifty percent of the crowd, <laughs> and all the videos are like, "Yeah, bitch, the real ain't you, bitch." <laughs> he said, "The real, no tomorrow." Because they fight about that. They fight over that phrase. Up here, I know now. <laughs> <laughs> well. Matt, what's your question? What's All right, up? So my, my question is, with the Super Bowl being tomorrow and you guys not being into sports, what do you do on Super She's Bowl Sunday? I'm very much into sports. She's not into this one. The problem is that I'm a Saints fan, so thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I heard the booze, and I don't appreciate that shit. Let me tell you one thing. I'm a Saints fan, and we already have our motherfucking ring. What you niggas better do is hold tight, cross your motherfucking fingers, and pray that the Lord allows you to say the motherfucking same. Now, I don't want to watch this bullshit-ass game tomorrow, but I done already bought Henny and Belvedere and Grey Goose. I done already went and seen the weed, bitch. <laughs> I got wings brining right now in the goddamn icebox. I got that Henny sauce already made. I'm finna eat. I'm finna get high. I'm finna drink. And I'm finna pray the fucking Falcons lose. And I don't care how it happens. I just want them niggas to lose. And that's all I got. <laughs> I feel you. I also come bearing gifts if I can just drop the gift off real quick. Oh, Thank damn, that's you. a big old bag. Thank you, boo. <laughs> she tried to share my to the end of the stage. Oh, it's a, is the pink one mine? It usually is. <laughs> How you know I don't want the pink one? Well, you might, bitch. You might. What you doing for the Super Bowl? Is it a Snuggie? It's not Christmas, girl. Seek, obtain, share, repeat knowledge. Amen. I thought it was a Snuggie, but thank you. That looks comfortable as shit. Yeah, I'm about to put this on. What's the other color? Black. That's mine. Yes, we know. (laughs) To match your dark-ass spirit. (laughs) You know me so well. (laughs) Thank you very much. We have a last one. Hello. Hey, Sorry. girl. Girl, you were right there just now. Like, woo. Hello. What's your name? Uh, what rep- my name is Brittany. There is an echo. Um, my name is Brittany Grant. Hey, Brittany. Hi. Uh, I actually just moved here two weeks ago from New York. Oh, okay. Yep. Shout no out to you. No more project. He, I have a real <laughs> New York. 
Um, that was cute. I'm from Queens. Um, She's adorable. So my, I'm half white, and I am the daughter of two white Trump-supporting Republicans. So I'm wondering, my, the short of this conversation is how long can I hold this grudge? Because I found places to do my last Thanksgiving, my last Christmas, Christmas, my last New Year's, and I do love my mother. Um, she was a white woman from Hollis, Queens, that raised me and my sister, uh, two half-black children, and then she married a white man and lost her damn mind. Damn. She lives I thought right she was adopted. <laughs> she said lost right her Right now, they live in Shenandoah, Pennsylvania, and I'm just... That sounds racist. I love her. Shenandoah. It's There's not actually a Netflix documentary called Shenandoah about a bunch of white teenagers, football players, that killed a Mexican, and the whole uh, town covered it up for them. So this is where my parents live now, and the thing is, I, want I love, love my mom, and I how do I keep doing that's so your mother that. and your stepfather both voted for Donald I Trump. So here's the thing. I think my mom, um, yes, my mom love. did it, but my stepdad. This is the I'm music they play sure when they. I cannot hear this young lady at all. I want your love. I oh, uh, this is my the stepfather music. is also a former cop, so he thinks I'm a terrorist because I march in Black Lives Matter. Oh God. Um, okay. Protests. So when you move, so how do I keep? <laughs> Boo to your stepdaddy, boo. Get him how off. Do I, how so long you moved can I here, keep my relationship with my parents? When you moved question. here, were you running away? How, yes. does she, how does she work on the relationship yes. with her parents? I don't have any white parents. Lucky. So it's going to be a little bit of a struggle for me to identify with you. A little bit. Because my parents would have never, ever, ever, ever voted for Donald Trump. <laughs> Um, but I empathize with your pain. I see your struggle. I understand this must be difficult for you. I'm assuming it's not something that y'all can peacefully talk about, you know, or else that would have been handled over Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? So, I mean, I guess it depends on how strongly you feel about this. Is it to the point where you're like, okay, <laughs> you feel right, I get that, but like... Is it, I feel strongly, so I'm not going over there no more? Or, like, I hate this, so I'm not calling them? They don't have access to any grandchildren I may have? Like, you got to decide how strongly you feel about it and then react from there. They've let you know, your, your white mother and your equally white-ass stepfather, like, this is where we are. And we don't care that we raised half black people. We still feel this way. So you got to decide whether you're going to cut them niggas off from your life or whether you're going to still try to work with them. And maybe more so your mother than your stepfather, because it's like, oh, you just got here. Like, this is not even, your DNA is not even in me, my nigga. I don't care. So maybe working more on your mother than the other side, but girl, this is so far outside my expertise. I barely even know white people, much less cancel them. And I just can't. I can't fathom. I'm going to just approach this the way that I guess uh, I would with any situation with a kid disagreeing with their parents. Um, if you have your own place to live um, and 
a job to make money to feed yourself and keep your things on and that sort of thing, you can do whatever the fuck you want to do. So you can literally, like, that it just gets to a point where you listen to people. Girl, just calm down. Just like, walk, girl. We see you trying to tiptoe. <laughs> Poor sweetheart. She fell right on I them stairs. I thought that was a surprise performance. And then trying to tiptoe down like we see her ass in the spotlight. Girl, come on. You can just do what you want to do. You know what I'm saying? When I hear, when you're dealing with your parents and they're saying some shit that you don't agree with, you can challenge them on it if you want to. If it's not going anywhere or if you know it's not going anywhere, then simply gather all of your bloggings and take your ass home. They'll get the message. You don't have to fuss or fight with them and you don't have to agree with them. And honestly, at a certain age, you really don't even have to respect them. If we're being honest. That's it. So... You know, you can honestly choose what you want to do. I think that so many people have parents that, you know, have views or practices that are really fucking, like, harmful or just wrong in whatever kind of way. Right. And because we have this idea that you're my mama, my daddy, and even though you're clearly flawed and 1,000% wrong... I'm going to let you feel like you are because you my mama and I have to respect that or you're my daddy and I have to respect that. I don't. So, you know, like, I will respect you as my parent. I respect that hierarchy or whatever. But if you're out here spouting some bullshit about somebody who's really getting ready to kill you, me, and everybody the fuck else, I mean, you whites, you probably die last. But... Like, what it all boils down to, have you followed Trump regrets on Twitter? No. That, I do not want to see white people who wish they didn't vote for him because it's too late now, bitch. We already living in this hell. Thanks so much. It's America's new pastime as far as I'm concerned, looking at these people feeling like dummies. You know what I'm saying? Because you know now that, bitch, he, you're, he, you're, he said what he meant. You're coming next, you know? So it is what it is. Feel however you want to feel. I've just noticed that a lot of times when you sever, like, certain relationships with parents, if they give a fuck, then something will snap in their minds, like, okay, well, I know I'm right, but let me think about it some, since I want to be petty about it, I shit. And then maybe they'll get there. Maybe they won't, but... All I know is that if either one of my parents supported Trump, I would say it was so very nice knowing you. (laughs) Thank you so much for everything that you have done for me up until this point. (laughs) A kiss on both cheeks, and I'm out. (laughs) That's it. I just don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. I wouldn't have shit else to say either, so good luck to you with your white parents. Um... Maybe email us at the inbox and let us know how it goes. But thank you to everybody who got up tonight and asked the question. We will be putting this on the podcast, so you'll hear yourselves again next week. <laughs> Lord God. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace's leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. 
Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of The Read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. So now it's time for the read. Yes, it is. I'm ready. I have a couple of places to go. With do this. you have a real read? Because I do not. <laughs> then go ahead. I'm sure. <laughs> I just have a couple of very quick reminders for y'all as we continue to endure this Trump presidency during Black History Month. First of all, please remember that whatever dumb shit he issues via executive order, though it may not affect you personally right now, you're not an immigrant or you're not a Muslim or whatever else, please know that just because it's not you right now does not it mean will, it will not be you in the future. And as black people, we should all be on high alert for this nigga and the dumb shit he says. Like, it's been too long, too many months of him saying terrible things. Donald Trump has a really racist past when you look back into it. And so just know, even if it doesn't apply to you right now, it won't be too long until it does. So don't wait until it affects you or your loved ones to get up and say something. It's going to take all of us to fight against this presidency because the GOP does not give a shit. This man is crazy and they know it, but he's putting in the policies that they have always wanted. He's just as racist and bigoted as they've always wanted somebody to be. So it's going to be up to us to stand up and say something. So please do that. And secondly, just a quick word for Matthew McConaughey. Who? Who is a southern white man. When I tell my mama this, her heart is going to be broken. Because she has had a crush on Matthew McConaughey for years. I'm trying to remember what movie that was. And I do not. (laughs) What the hell movie was that? Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, God. It was the Wolf of Wall Street. So anyway, Matthew McConaughey has been my low-key white bae for a while now. You know, he's cute. He's got a little accent. He acts like he's, you know, just a real down-to-earth type of white boy. And those are the types you got to fucking watch out for. They either the coolest motherfuckers on earth or they racist than a motherfucker. So Matthew McConaughey came out and said that all of these Hollywood elites come over to London and they just dump on Donald Trump. And we're all going to have to give him a break now because we don't have a choice. He's the president and he's so divisive, but it's time for us to embrace him and shake hands and be constructive. And even though you may very strongly disagree with him, no matter how much you disagree, it's time to think about how constructive you can be because he's our president for the next four years at least. Construct these My dear white bitch, now is not the time to be constructive with Donald Trump 
or anybody who supports his ideals. Now is the time for those of us who will be affected by his dumb shit to get up and say, you are not going to exterminate us the way you are trying to do. We are not going to let you carry out these hateful-ass, horrible-ass plans. You're just not going to do it. It's not the time to roll over and be like, oh, well, another presidency. Like, I'm tired of y'all acting like it's just same business as usual, and we just changed hands from Democrat to Republican, and it's just time to get with it. Like, this is not any other Republican president that any of us in our natural lives have seen. This is some slave owner bullshit. This is taking it all the way back to I just straight up don't give a fuck and I lock them darkies up. We're getting our money off of them. The Mexicans are coming over here and they don't pay anything into social security and they're picking all the fucking fruit and it just doesn't matter. Like this is open hatred. This is outward disgust and discrimination against people who don't fit into your white Christian straight ideal and so now is the time for people like Matthew McConaughey who most closely align with those ideals to stand up for the rest of us and use your fucking privilege to say you are not going to shit on Muslims you're not going to shit on immigrants or refugees or black people you're not going to take away women's right to choose you're not going to do none of that shit we're not going to get rid of the Voting Rights Act like now is the time for those people to stand up on our behalf and say I give a fuck about these people in America and you are not going to destroy them Donald Trump but instead you want us to roll over and take our murders quietly and peacefully like oh just stop stop protesting the president stop you just got to get in line with him because this is what it is now bitch we're not gonna just take it do you really expect us to just take the mass genocide of our people? No. Matthew McConaughey and Tina Campbell can both kiss my ass. Did you hear about your girl? Your Mary Mary I bitch? was going to get started there, but go ahead. Oh, well, I'll leave it alone. I'm going to stick on my white man because I used to really love him. And my mama still does. But just a reminder, don't ask the people most marginalized to take the dumb shit, the hurtful shit, the genocide shit that Donald Trump is doing. Because we just cannot be allowed. We can't be expected to really take that. It's too much. He's talking about exterminating our fucking people. And if you don't think it's time, bitch, look at what all he's done over the past three weeks. Look at the number of executive orders he signed over the last three weeks. The federal, a federal judge had to step in and be like, okay, since nobody else will say it, you cannot do this. This is unconstitutional. You done fired the attorney general. Like, this isn't how it works. This is not a fucking dictatorship. Don't sit back and let Hitler 2.0 rise to power, y'all. Especially white people. Fucking do something about it. And that's it. I'm done. All right. I have a few people to touch on, but I'm going to bring it full circle, or I'm going to try. First up is Tina Campbell. She said the following on Facebook. Why do... I've noticed Christians that, like, love Facebook. Yeah, They really do. They love it. They love it. It's all them glittery heart memes. Share if you love Jesus. You don't never hear about a gospel, except for when Kirk Franklin cussed that nigga out on Twitter the other day. Now that was funny. That was amazing. Kirk Franklin got time today, bitch. We used to make fun of you, you know, call you gay or whatever. And he kept saying, basically, I'll beat your ass in God's, in the name of Jesus. Actually have scriptural basis for beating your ass. Please pick up your Bible, turn with me to Luke. 
Tina says this, I believe that understanding and compassion are absolutely necessary for the progress of all people. So although I don't always understand or agree with Donald Trump's politics perspective and approach, I believe that the same God that created all of us has deposited greatness inside of him. Lie. <laughs> Deposit. Say it again. Say it one more time. <laughs> Deposit greatness inside of him that goes far beyond what many of us have seen, that's for sure, and what many of us could imagine. Now, and then she pulls some scripture, some verse out of her black ass, and like, <laughs> girl, so I'm sure I've said it before, please stop speaking for God if you don't talk to him. Like, I just, you know. <laughs> that's number one. God like, is so sick of this. Like, I don't know. I'm, I'm imperfect. I haven't read the Bible front to back. Was there an era? Does God create demons? Does he send them? Uh, does he deposit greatness inside demons and say, hey, flourish, bitch. Give them some, some challenge. <laughs> God, you the final boss, bitch. Go out there and what are you talking about? Like, you can't just say whatever you want and say, well, my God told me that. God is like, I didn't. <laughs> I know that, like, I, at least once a week, I have a vision of Jesus in heaven. Like, just, can I go now, Dad? And God is like, it's not time yet. Please. I feel like it's my time. <laughs> and girl, worry about your personal life. That husband. Because that's a tragedy in itself. So moving on over to her good sis, Erica Campbell. No, what not did she Erica do? Too? Besides making I Love God, I'll tell you right now. That's a good song. So I'm not going to get started on how I feel about that. Um, so Erica apparently has some form of a radio show or podcast. I don't know much about it. But on, uh, I don't know if it's supposed to be some type of self-help, inspirational, whatever. So um, in one of her broadcasts, she said something uh, along the lines of, if you, uh, if you find yourself in a sadness or in a, in a depression that keeps you for days, weeks, months, and years, it's because you don't know who you are and you don't know whose you are. Wow. Incorrect, Erica. Um, first of all, this is why, what does your, your sweater out there say that we're selling? It says no justice, Not no peace. Not that one, but oh, we're selling. It says word means, words mean things. That's yes, <laughs> that's what it says. I thought you meant this um, one like, oh, well I got it from Philadelphia Print Works. Now, you can't just tell people that if they're depressed for years, it's because they don't know who they are. What? Erica, what the fuck? First of all, depression, like clinical depression. Yes. Not just, I'm pissed today because the saints ain't going to whatever, or I'm pissed because my nigga left me. Wait a minute. I'm just thinking of like average, you're not the only one who's upset. I'm just thinking of everyday average things that you get over. Into this. That wasn't a come for. Um, 
People who are depressed, like if you are depressed every day for years and you don't know why you're looking for the answer, I'm just here to tell you that Erica Campbell is probably the last person you should get advice from. <laughs> Go and talk to somebody who has a degree, a couple plaques on their wall that say, I studied this, and get an opinion from them. Depression is a chemical imbalance. It is a scientific thing that takes place in your mind. You cannot simply pray it away. Prayer and, and you know, religion, faith, that is a form of therapy that is important and is like an, a, a very helpful part for me especially but I can't simply just pray and talk to God and say oh God help me like that isn't that's just not how it works stop lying to people and sitting up here saying oh well it's because and then having the nerve to say it's because you don't know who you are and whose you are I know exactly who I am I don't know who you are like <laughs> so cut it out now I'm going to fast forward over to Yanla. What did Yanla Mama who do? said yes in the back, thanks for being on the same page. So I'm oh, glad God. I have a witness. Yanla, who usually as problematic and Ill, you know, ill-equipped as she <laughs> is for her job, I usually give her a break because she's funny. Like not on purpose, You know, like, you know, like that crazy aunt or uncle that you've always had that's just wild. And when they're coming over for, you know, the function, the family get together, everybody else is visibly annoyed. But you love them because, like, they're clearly a mess, but it's funny to you. Like, that's how I feel about Yama. Like, I feel like she's my messy auntie that always makes me laugh. And the rest of my family can't stand when she come around. She tweeted yesterday. Oh, yes. Uh, actually, this was 7 a.m. today. She tweeted, racism, sexism, homophobia, ageism have no power over you unless you believe they do. You are too old for this. And that's not ageism. These are actual institutions that, like, profit other people. What the fuck is she talking about? The definition of racism is removing power and like not allow, like that's what racism is. It's using the power that you have to stop me from having any. So what, so I just have to not believe that it's taking place. <laughs> that's like, did you just cussed out Lee Daniels for that? We did, we just cussed out Lee for that. So I'm just imagining that people like Trayvon Martin and Eric Garner and Sandra Bland, they should have just closed their eyes. <laughs> This isn't happening right now. I'm not here right now. Mm. I'm on a nice, breezy beach. I'm going to my happy place. Salt water's in the air. Give me a second, officer, because I'm not here. <laughs> I'm somewhere else. <laughs> like, what? If I close my eyes and imagine that all the people who called me faggot my whole life weren't calling me faggot, that doesn't mean they ain't homophobic. And you're too old to be doing this type of bullshit again. That's not, it's just like, I know that we're in the middle of a shit show right now, but you have had to have been around this for so much longer. And I just don't understand why you would say that and then have this platform. Granted, I feel like, most people don't take her seriously. Or I would hope so anyway. People take like 
Erica Mena seriously and shit. So, I mean, you know, like, people really be live tuned in to, like, Love and Hip Hop feel like it's all the way real, invested, sending people, you know, like, well wishes. I'm so sorry she ruined your lace front with that Prosecco, bitch. Like, <laughs> some people are dumb, so you never know. But overall, stop. Full circle. Now, <laughs> come on. All of these people, the common thing for me that I'm noticing is that all of this is vanity. It's just you using whatever little platform you have to sit up here and say Kiki Palmer does it. Loads of people do it to just be like, I am going to string some words together now. (laughs) It doesn't matter what I'm saying. Don't pay attention to them. I have read many books. (laughs) Syllable, 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 syllable. I know language. Semantics, yes, words. And like, it does. you don't have to be saying anything and most of y'all aren't. You just want to be made to feel like, look at me. I have Instagram quotes on my page. (laughs) Intellect. Like, if you're gonna do that, like, if you really want to validate yourself by trying to give people advice, you see here on the show all the time, we say, we don't know what the fuck we talking about. I told you to your face, I don't know how to help you. So, like... (laughs) Stop trying to speak for God when you ain't talking to him. Stop trying to diagnose people with stuff when you probably didn't finish finish much of college. Stop trying to tell people to get over prejudice just to make yourself feel like you are just so lit. Because you know literature. And Yama don't because her sentence was missing the word and, but I wasn't going to say anything. That was just so fucking ignorant of her. Just pretend nobody's oppressing you and it isn't happening, girl. Bitch, that's not how this fucking works. I could almost give Erica a little bit of room. Because maybe you don't even know that. Dep- like, you, whatever. You know what I'm saying? It's just watch she what you say. God. Be careful. Yes, yeah, you love God. L-U-H. You love if you love him, why can't you spell the word love right? <laughs> don't act like that. Niggas don't never spell nothing right. Don't do that. Migos spell bad and bougie what way? Bad and bougie is not a gospel record. God don't got nothing to do with that. What do God They're have to do with spelling? God. God don't care about spelling. Like what? I'm just saying. Bad and bougie is literally about some heifers in a trap that Isn't wear blonde Manolo Isn't it a gospel Manolo record though? Blonde. Isn't it? It brings out the gospel in me, but it's not... But is it, is it not, not a celebration or a worship Lord. of your woman? I feel like it, all you have to do is look at this in a slightly niggerish way. And it works. Fight Night, Handsome and Wealthy, all of them have brought me, you know. Migos in itself is fellowship. Okay. But, like. All right. Their music is not dedicated to, they're not saying, hey, God, you know, I nutted in her ovaries or whatever the fuck weird shit it is. It's like In her ovaries. Now that is impressive. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. Moral of the story is, we can see you're dumb. Watch your fly. Also, for those of you who are going to leave here, please do not go to this TGI Fridays right across the street. What did they do to you? You went there? So we left. Oh, I had to go to I had to go to Whole Foods and on the way back, uh, Naima had ordered some food to go. We walk into the Fridays. There's like a to-go counter. I'm gonna start. Let me 
Oh mm-hmm. shit. I would sleep in the dressing room. I don't Here's know the thing about nigga establishments. It doesn't matter what business it is. If a nigga is managing the place, not a black person, a nigga. Y'all know what I'm talking about. If a nigga is managing the establishment, all it takes is for them to hire one other nigga manager and shit is done. Because then they hire their cousins who hire their best friends, who hire their homie, who hire their hairdresser, who hires them, and then nobody does anything. We walked into this motherfucking thank God it's. Oh God. I didn't even realize, like, we walked clear past the to-go section because there was nobody there. Like, I didn't, I didn't even see it. <laughs> so I went up to the front and I, I asked them, you know, oh, you know, where's the to-go thing or whatever. And they were like, oh, it's back there. So we go back over there. We're sitting there for longer than I needed to. It was a few minutes at first. Now, like I said, I don't go zero to 100. Mm. I'm too old for that. I have shit to lose. And I don't like to raise my blood pressure. It's not fun. Fighting or getting ready to fight, it's like when somebody scares you, like when you jump, you know how your, your adrenaline, your blood rushes and your ears start vibrating? It's like that the whole fight. So I just don't like that sensation. I prefer not having it, which is why I stay at the mother fucking house with me and my dog. And her Lisa Vanderpump bed. So, numerous servers are walking by us, and they're doing, this is what pisses me off. They're doing the thing where they're looking at you in your face, and they know you need help, but they're just like, (laughs) like, they look away real quick, like, it ain't gonna be me, nigga, so... Or the ever-classic and everlasting, I'm about to go on break. So, at one point I asked the server, uh, we need, you know, some help. She ordered some food and blah, blah, blah. Because Naima is very zen. Naima is soft-spoken. She's not, you know, combative at all. I, on the other hand, lace these boots up because I'm ready to go. I said, is anybody back here to help us or whatever? And there's, one of the servers was like, oh, her right there, she's going to be the one to help you. Pointed at this tall woman who's helping a table of, like, 87 <laughs> women. So I was like, she's never coming over here anytime soon. We wait. I ask another server, can somebody help us? Oh yeah, I'm gonna go and get them for you. Give us just one minute. I said, Naima, I'm gonna go find a manager. <laughs> oh no. I got up. I went and found the first nigga in a button up with a little microphone on. <laughs> I said, you're a manager, I can tell. Does anybody... What's going on with the to-go section? Because we ordered some food. Okay, yeah, give us just one minute. I gave you several, but okay. I went and I sat my ass back down. Minutes. Nobody is doing anything. So I stopped another manager and I Uh-oh. said, we need somebody to help us. Like, this shit is called to-go. <laughs> we ready to go. 
<laughs> yeah, one minute. Another girl passes us, and I said, is it only one nigga who works back here, or what is it? And she was like, nobody has helped y'all yet? <laughs> oh, God, this is every... <laughs> Ask not. All I said to her is, I'm getting loud in 10 seconds. <laughs> you have 10 seconds before I raise my voice in here. It will not be fun for anybody. It's not going to bring me much pleasure. It's definitely not going to be pleasing for you. Just do your job, That's man. it. Now, I try to give people room, especially in the service industry or whatever, because it is just something I could never see myself doing because people do this and don't tip and all that stuff. So I get it. I'm not even asking you to smile, bitch. The least that you could do is say, hey, my bad, I see you waiting. Give us just a second. I shouldn't have to come to you and ask 35 of your black ass employees if they can do what they're motherfucking being paid to do. I don't, I don't mind waiting, bitch. All you gotta do is say, hey, bro, we see you sitting there. Give us just a second. That's it. Instead of walking around here like you trying to find out who wants to be a motherfucking millionaire, clearly not you, girl. No, that didn't make sense, but I just couldn't stop and nothing came out. It just, it happens. I'm frustrated. And that's all right. It is all right. It is. So I say that to say, if you find yourself hankering for a potato skin after the program, don't take your ass over there because they ain't shit. <laughs> and, and I bet you everybody in here already knew that. But they was like, bitch, I ain't been to that Friday since 98. Them niggas do not know how to fucking act. <laughs> they used to the niggas works. not it's tipping fine. on to-go orders. They ain't trying to rush. Like, <laughs> you know, y'all know what I'm talking Woo. about. It's not waiting. You know what I'm saying? Like my homegirl said, it's not the check. It's the principle, Giuseppe. Amen. That's what it is. Wait. It's the principle of the shit, bitch. I don't have minds waiting or whatever. I'm sure Naima didn't mind waiting, but that's the least you could do when you walking past me seven times. Oh, they help you? You still haven't been helped? No, girl. We're sitting at the to-go counter with nothing in front of us, just hanging out by ourselves, shooting the shit, talking about the climate, global warming. Get your ass out my face. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to wrap up our show right here in Washington, D.C. Thank you all so much for coming out. This is our biggest live show ever. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When your space has the long-lasting, noticeable scent of Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist, you'll want to invite everyone over. From book club to reality TV watch parties, even the in-laws. It smells amazing. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is infused with two times more essential oil versus regular Airwick Essential Mist for our most authentic, nature-inspired fragrance experience. Airwick Vibrant Essential Mist is perfectly portable and effortlessly easy, the way fragrance should be. Now that's a breath of fresh Airwick.